0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place Good night. We're always hearing that opposites attract, and I think my lady wonder wench is a really good example of just that. We've been together for a long time, but when she walks around here wearing mostly just a smile, I gotta admit I still have to remind myself to take slow, deep breaths, hang on to my fingers and my eyebrows, and don't drool. And she does not seem to have the same problem. And that proves, once again, that men and women are opposite sexes, not just different sexes, opposite sexes. There's some situations where we follow the same paths, but we're usually going in opposite directions. We even laugh at different things, and we laugh differently. You slap a guy in the face with a custard pie, and the rest of the guys will laugh so hard that we fall on the floor and squirt milk out our noses. And when we do that, Women tend to stare at us in disbelief and huddle together in small groups that they call Lorena Bobbitt fan clubs. Women, on the other hand, get their jollies by smiling sweetly and hitting us with things like the two mighty questions that we talked about last time. Which are, question number one, if I died, would you get married again? And question number two, were you a virgin when you got married? And by the way, a very close relative, Dave Sommer, who is also our pod program master, had a splendid reply to question number two, were you a virgin when you got married? He said, gee, I forgot. (laughs) Dave's wife, Julie, has mentioned that he likes to live right on the edge. And he gets that from me. I was trying to get my lady Wonderwench to understand that since there are more women than men in this country a truly generous woman would want to share some of her husband's time with at least a few other women, especially women who bear any resemblance at all to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Now, to her credit, Wench has said that I can look but I can't touch, which, of course, prodded me to point out that looking and smelling, hearing, touching, and tasting are all simple, honest senses. So if it's okay to look at a pretty woman, and it's okay to smell her perfume, and it's okay to listen to her laugh, what's the matter with touching and tasting? Makes sense to me. But like most women, she has to turn everything I say around and mess it up. She said, if it's okay for you, then it must be okay for me to taste and touch guys who look like Brad Pitt. Well, no. See, that's, that's the opposite of what I intended. They are the opposite sex. Besides, that'd be hoarding. I'll bet you Brad Pitt's house is overrun with naked women he doesn't even know. And how come women always know where things are, but sometimes they pretend they don't? And how often do you hear a woman say things like, Where are you putting your hands? And they know very well where our hands are. Sometimes even better than we do. I sometimes lose control of my hands and my eyebrows when a beautiful woman is around. It's not my fault. God put a little guy up in the back of my head and gave him the strings that control my eyebrows and my fingers. I've explained this to you. Every time a beautiful girl shows up, he drops the strings and he runs up to get a good look at her, which leaves my eyebrows and my fingers unattached from my head. It is not my fault. And women are always thinking my lady Wench says she has to think because somebody's got to take care of me. And she's right. Guys really don't grow up. But we're right, too, in the opposite direction. Because unless you're a hero, you don't get to choose how you're going to die. But you can choose how you're going to live. I learned that from Wonder Wench. We weren't supposed to be together, but we were. And I said, I love you. What do you want to do about this? And she said, whatever you want, I'll never forget it, because that's exactly what I needed to hear. What a lesson. Ever since she said that, I haven't let other people tell me what I want, and I do exactly what I want to do. Doing only what you want to do makes you successful, because you have to be very clear about exactly what it is that you want, and that makes it easy to focus on getting exactly what you want. You know, most people don't do that. Most people are only clear about what they don't want. And that won't get you anything. The real reason I don't go around touching and tasting women who look like Catherine Zeta-Jones, besides the fact that it would be a really outstanding way to get my face slapped all the way off, but the real reason is, believe it or not, it's not what I want to do. Loving Wonder Wench is what I want to do. And she thinks I'm being faithful to her, But the opposite is really true. I'm really being faithful to myself, just doing exactly what I want to do. We're opposites, wonder Wench and I. We're opposites. A lot like a left hand and a right hand are opposites. Living's a big job. Takes both hands to get it done the right way. (laughs) Fix details, some fascinating but completely unimportant facts for you to push in one ear so you can squeeze the important things that are keeping you awake out of your head through the other ear. That way you can nod off to sleep. In New York, a man was killed last week by a turnip thrown from a passing car. It's not funny, of course, that he was killed, but think of it. What a picture, huh? And of course, that'll probably lead to a renewed push for turnip registration which will, of course, be defeated by the National Rifle Association. Butter is really white. It was the first food to be approved for artificial flavoring. Artificial flavoring started with butter, and it spread from there. 16th-century French doctors prescribed chocolate as a treatment for sexually spread diseases. Of course, there are those of us who might claim that Chocolate also has a history of helping to spread sexual diseases. Dick's Details, they take your mind off your mind. There's a story in the Night Connection's personal audio CD about a young guy who did exactly what he wanted to do with his buddy's half-naked girlfriend. Right now, you're just hoping that you did okay. You're a pretty tough young guy, but that doesn't mean you don't care about people. Especially the young woman that you could have taken to bed right now, and you didn't. She was once your buddy's girl. You always liked her. She tried to pretend she was a tough cookie, but she was always really a very sweet lady. He started sleeping around on her and one night you stopped by to pick him up for a night with the guys and you found her alone and crying. She asked you straight out if he was cheating. You really didn't want to hurt her so you just looked at her and you said, What do you think? She put her hands to her face and she lay down on the couch and started to cry. You hate to see people cry, men or women, but especially her. You never really were much for words, so you just kind of knelt down beside her on the couch and rubbed her arm gently, and then you just held her for about an hour until she stopped crying. And she sat up and she excused herself and went to the bathroom and brushed her hair, and she came back and she sat down in the chair and she said, what do you think I should do? And you gave her the best advice you could think of. Tell him you know and try to work things out or end it right away is what you said. Then you told her that you knew he was a big part of her memories and dreams. But memories are in the past and dreams disappear when you wake up. She took your advice and tried to work things out. It actually went pretty well for a while. But then he started drinking and cheating again. She asked you over tonight to tell you that she was leaving town and she wanted to thank you for all of your help. She's gonna bring up her son by herself. And she wanted to know one more thing. She said, do our friends know about his sleeping around? You had no choice to tell her the truth. She's still trying to be tough, but it was a little too much even for her, and she threw her arms around you again and held you so tight that it hurt, and she cried. She was only wearing a nightshirt, and you knew she was as vulnerable as she will ever be, and she smelled sweet and clean, and she is very soft you held her until she stopped crying again then you cleaned up a couple of your favorite jokes for her and made her laugh a little you didn't touch her you really hope you did okay It's a story of a young guy who did exactly what he wanted to do with his buddy's half-naked girlfriend. It's from the personal audio CD called Night Connections. If you like it, you can just keep this pod program. Or if you like a fresh copy, you can go to DickSummer.com, download it from CD Baby. Whatever works for you. Well, what have we learned? Mm, My fingers often have more fun than I do, and it's not my fault. I think you should always keep some chocolate on hand. You can never tell when the opportunity to help someone with it may come up. And if you really want to be happy, nobody can stop you. All you have to do is keep doing exactly what you want to do. Good night.